I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. How is it going? My name is Kyle Bowen, and this is another episode of Sippin' on a 40. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Speaking of Nux Misconduct, go get the damn network, okay? Wherever you listen to podcasts, one swipe, one zap. You make your hockey life a little bit better. Yo, it's, is, is, it, is it Tuesday? Oh, it is Tuesday. We got Bondi here again. What's up, Bondi? What's up, man? How's it going? How's it going? Hey, man. Bondi, this is just a little bit of a, a foreshadow of what's to come. All right, this guy handed me. A, a rap history little textbook type of thing. Shout out uh, Shay Serrano. Hey, great, shout, great shout out to Shay. He's got right. he's got two other good books if you want to check him out. Uh, basketball and other things, and his new one, movie and other things. There you I just go. Like the format and rap your book's good. Oh yeah, it's good, man. It's uh, full of a lot of history. Um, yeah, Nick's a white dude listening to rap music, you know. So uh, that's a little bit of a foreshadow. But first, let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about that damn uh, Canucks game last night. A game that I didn't watch. This is the third time, I think, in the past four weeks that I've done an episode that's going to have to be called "I Didn't Watch This Game." At least you're honest about it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and if I'm being honest about it, I did not watch the game either. So yeah, we're gonna. This is the only Canucks podcast out there, I think, where you have oh, yeah. two guys talking about the game who <laughs> actually didn't watch the game. Hey, let's be hey, real. We, okay? were, we were working. <laughs> we're working. We're 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 working hard. Yeah, we're working hard. You know, this whole week I won't be able to watch. The game's live. You know, my plan uh, with technology these days, you can always watch them after. And I've again, I've already missed two, so my plan was to watch it again. But I asked the homies, I asked Twitter, and they said, don't watch it. Seriously. They're the ones that told me. There's no point. And you said you watched the highlight package. I watched the five-minute highlight package uh, sports that <laughs> put together. Oh, man. I, I, I think I got the general gist of the game if, if we want to talk about it. <laughs> man, oh, man. Supposedly, <laughs> this, is, this is a great... Great insight on the Canucks. Supposedly, from what I'm hearing from the tweets, and people like to use Canucks Twitter, it was all Demko, and the team sucked. Yeah, he had like, uh, I think the Flyers had 35 shots, and he made 33 saves or something like that. Like, he had a he had a pretty solid game. And, there, and the highlights outside of <laughs> the one JT Miller goal in the game was just Demko, you know, standing on his head. He made a, couple, a few great saves. Oh, of course, man. Demko and Marshall, they're just, they're just doing their thing. I, mean, I think they struggled for maybe like 10 days, and... Now they look to be back on top of their game. But are the Canucks on top of their game? What are the Canucks? I saw a couple tweets. A couple people from Sportsnet. All right. Rogers. Rogers Arena. Rogers Sportsnet. This is what a, this is what a couple people said from Sportsnet, okay? I think Justin Morissette said the Canucks are bad. I don't know if he was paraphrasing or talking about the Canucks are bad tonight. The Canucks are bad this year. The Canucks have been bad. The history is bad. I don't know what he's trying to say. But, hey, it's, it's possible still that this team, a young team, a team that was really bad for a long time, isn't where you think they are. And I'm talking to you, betting bros. 
All right, I'm talking to you. What are the Canucks, Bondi? Through what, 25 games now? I think the Canucks are a borderline wildcard team. Like, exactly. I think, I think what a lot of people, including myself, I think predicted at the beginning of the season was they're a borderline wildcard team. And hey, that's progress. When you're trying to like, when you're tanking every year, when you're tr when you're getting top 10 picks, being a borderline wildcard team, it, it's progress. It's progress. Progress. And that's key. And that's key. How about, how about this? We're just we're just getting word that Nikolai Goldovin is being called oh, up. Man, and it, I can <laughs> I I cannot wait for the Goldie Wars that are going to ensue Dude, on Canucks people, Twitter. Are people nuts, man? People they just love think Goldie. This, why? Tell me why. I've never gotten it. Why? The dude's never got it together in NHL. He's gotten many opportunities. He's obviously not a Travis Green type of dude. This is the I think this is a desperate move. You know who's definitely like not a Travis Green dude, and it, I think we may have seen the last of Berchi. Berchi, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. If he can't crack this roster, if guys like fucking Louis Erickson are still on the roster over him, if guy if guys who aren't really doing anything much are still on the roster over him, it just I think I don't think they have much faith in him. Man, and I think the only reason they called up called up Goldie is he's got twenty points in eighteen AHL games. Right? He's doing really well, but the question remains if he can do it at the NHL level because the the whole argument for having Goldobin on the team, in my opinion, for people who are fans of Goldobin, should we call him Goldie Bros? The Goldie Bros? <laughs> mm. Okay, yeah, I think that's a bit that. harsh. I think that's a bit harsh. No, I think I think it falls under the same line of what a Benning Bro is. Uh, a Benning Bro just has high hope, a high amount of love, highly optimistic, highly optimistic about one of their brothers, you know? You know, let's say you have a a brother that that is just lost in life you know he's that what like 60 year old brother still smoking weed in the mom's basement or whatever but you're still optimistic about it that's that's the type of mindset you need to have to be one yeah, of yeah you bros. always think he's gonna be able to get together exactly and that's love real talk i mean let's be real these betting bros these goldie bros they love the canucks and i guess goldobin for whatever reason is a, is, is is a signal of hope mm -hmm. or are people just that desperate or I don't know, man. Okay, let's look at this uh, little poll question from Fan to Abby. The dude's working hard for Nux misconduct. One of the one of the newer signees, already more popular than the damn network. This this guy's just killing it, busting out articles yeah. after articles. He just okay? watches all the overseas games all day. That's pretty impressive. What a legend! I'm hearing rumors that this dude is retired. He's lived a long life. He's worked a hard life, and now he gets to he gets to live the dream. Watch hockey. He probably watches 16 hours of hockey a day, and this guy's he, working. He's living the dream. He's, he's living, living the dream. dream. Watch that's my, overseas that's my, days? Come that, on. That's my that's my dream. It's just to be able to retire, have enough money, I guess watch sports all day. Is he gambling all these games? Because that's the ultimate dream for me. It's like save enough money to like, hey. have a nice pile, pile of cash and, you know, like the stock market. Yeah, just play. Play around just with it. Just have some fun. Just have some fun. That's what this dude is doing, and he's doing some tremendous work for Nux misconduct. He asked a question to his Twitter following. Hashtag Canucks appear to be giving Nikolai Goldobin one last chance. How will it turn out? Right now, leading the poll after 112 votes is he emerges as a top 6-4. Now, all right, okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I understand what he has 20 points in whatever amount of games. He's over a point per game, I'm assuming, in the AHL, whatever that means. This is, you know what? I thought last... 
when they sent him down, it was his last so chance. So essentially, this poll is saying 40% of people think he's going to emerge the top six forward, <laughs> and the 60% think he's going to be dead. This is his last chance. And he's oh, done. yeah. Now that I'm doing the math, it's yeah. just traded for scraps and quick return to Utica are pretty much the same thing. And terminated to the KHL. <laughs> and terminated to KHL is also not on the team. Yo, so. terminated for the KHL. That's so hard. So <laughs> 40% of people think he will be wildly successful. Yeah. And which I like, which and I the like. rest think he's off the team, which is about where we stand. He's I, either going to be very successful or he's not going to be on the team after this stint. Like it's very boom and bust in this. It, it should be, you know, 25, 75. I don't think 40% uh, of this 112, what is it, like 50 whole, people? Look, 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 what's the, what's the whole argument for having Goldobin on the team is that because you're well, desperate because he plays well with Pedersen Besser, right? Yeah. Like, those fancy stats, yeah. those metrics, like what do they tell you? They okay. tell you that he plays so well, he, but what does it, what does it lead to? Okay. Like, I don't know. So the whole argument is he plays well with Pedersen Besser. You got to stick him on there. How many, how many? How many Canucks players on this current roster would be better if they got consistent minutes with Patterson? With Patterson and Besser yeah. is my argument. Like, exactly. I'll, I would say almost all of them. Yeah. Maybe Louis Erickson's the one guy who's just like would be the same if oh, he man, if he played with those guys because he doesn't give a fuck. But we'll spend like a little minute on Louis somewhere in the episode. But I think he's uh, <laughs> he's what he's what people call like a quad A player. He's too good for the AHL, but also can't doesn't have whatever it is name one part of his game he doesn't have it to be able to translate that to the nhl exactly and if you want it for goldobin he has to i think he has to be able to show he can play with just patterson because anyone because travis green's probably thinking right now like i can put any of these guys with patterson and they're gonna like they're gonna like play well with him. all you gotta do is give him the puck maybe it's not that simple but that's pretty much that's his mindset well yeah it is you know what? That's the type of player you do want with Pedersen. I mean, I think that's why people love JT Miller up there because he's such an intelligent player where he knows, yeah, you could hold him to the puck, but it's probably best if you give it to the best player on your line. Pet, uh, JT Miller is just a tremendous playmaker. Uh, again, the Canucks lost 2-1 in Philly. Speaking of JT Miller, he was the only one that scored a goal, and he scored it on, li on a line with Horvat. so I don't really see... I, I didn't watch the game. I don't know what the fuck happened after that goal, but I could only assume that... Horvat has a line mate in JT Miller for another game at least. So yeah, I, I now think, here's the problem is now now we're trying to play who plays with Patterson and Besser. I know, I know it's stupid. I, I think they should just keep JT Miller up there, man. It's uh this is you know what this really says, man? It, it says that that Jim Benning was wrong. I mean, isn't this the guy that said that he had all this depth? Man, and this was like and Goldobin at the time, but he caught Goldobin for Yannick Hansen. That that was like one of his best trades. I remember being yeah, psyched yeah. about uh, so oh, me about too, it. me too, me too. At the time it was a good trade. I mean, look where Hansen is and Hasn't you know, been a new ship with the Sharks. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, that was way more value than I thought they would ever get for for Yannick Hansen. But yeah, going back to Benning and uh, you know, this team in my in my in my expectations for it, they're they're similar to what to what Bondi said, you know, compete, be a bubble team for that wild card. And and they are on their path to do that. So I can't I can't be too too upset with Jim Benning, but when Jim Benning goes up to the media and talks about all the depth that they have and they're able to do these things, and and in, in real in real sense, all he's talking about or the players that he's talking about are Nikolai Goldovin, Josh Levo, Tanner Pearson, and Sven Berchi, and then he's using the word depth, mm. <laughs> and it's like whoa, yeah. no, that's that's not good, that's not good. And if you're a Canuck fan and this team is a bubble team. I would want you to hope that Jim Benning doesn't pull the trigger on any deals. He just waits because this you would you would expect within the organization this is their last move, right? They've tried everything now. When you give up a first round pick like Jim Benning's done, 
I think that's pretty much you're going all in. Like, he needs to make the playoffs this year. I know, bro, but... But he also it, got a contract extension, so I don't know if he's gone after yeah, exactly. this season, too. If I think the, Travis Green's gone if they don't make the playoffs. I uh, know. You said that, and that's... I think so. Look. How Babcock's long? available. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but yeah. it's not even that. Look at the history of coaches <laughs> in the NHL in recent hit, in recent years. How many have got three years without making the playoffs? Usually, it's two. If you miss two straight years in the playoffs, you're gone. Yeah, it depends who's available, and I'm not a coach scout. I do. I wouldn't want. Babcock I do on the think though. I would not want. Oh, 100. I think. I, ba- I think Babcock is blacklisted. And we'll no, talk about not, another no, blacklisted no, coach no. for a little he's not, he's not in a while. He's not blacklisted. There's, oh, there's man. too many, you know, good hockey guys in management, you know, good old boys who see Babcock and see like a guy who can, you know, as much as like you want to question his motivational tactics, which are kind of, you know, those fucked up mind games. That's his motivational tactics. You hear about the story about Mitch Marner? Yeah, I, I've heard him. And yeah. we're, I, I want to talk about Dude. this after the break because we're going to bring up Bill Peters. We're going to talk about Babcock. That's why you brought up the whole rap thing in a white dude, okay? Before we get to that, though, I don't want to talk too much about Travis Green because we'll just go off and then I'll start talking about Benning and we'll just start going off. Two more things, okay? First, Louis Erickson. We, we brought up the fact that Canucks, Abby Fantu or Fantu Abby is living the dream. No, 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 no. Come on. Come on. I'm pretty sure that this after, dude. After Canucks Abby, Louis <laughs> it, Erickson is a Erickson. solid second place. Straight up, man. This guy's shunning out zeros. I saw this one tweet that said that this dude is literally just skating. And he's making six million dollars. Unbelievable! How is he doing it? Six why million, is he not being sent down? And, and why is Berkey being sent down? That's six million before tax. I know. So I know. it's okay, probably sorry. Well, sorry. It's probably around like three million after like taxes. Man, oh man. Okay, so why? And you got to consider all the deductions <laughs> for like. <laughs> You're just too nice, man. Are you friends with Louis, man? Come on, man. Okay, why is Berkey being sent down and not Louis? I know Berkey hasn't done shit too, but why? Like what? What's the what's the reasoning? Because he's got that big ticket, he can't. You don't want to send him. Save a million dollars. This guy's doing nothing for your team, man. Nothing. He's being lazy. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's pathetic. I don't know what type of message he's maybe, sending maybe to the Francesco's boys. Maybe Francesco's like, I don't want to eat that much money. Yeah, I'm sure if it was up to Jim Benning, like he'd he'd send him down from a purely hockey standpoint. But he's eating it right now. But I guess I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's a uh, it's a lot of coin to have down there, and it's. It's an absolute disgrace to the game. Real talk. And it, again, this speaks for depth. This team doesn't have a lot of depth, especially when it comes to the wing. Second question before we get to break and before we get to coaches that, that are not involved with the Canucks. Because once again, how can we do this post-game show when neither Nick or I watch the game? We're that. Yeah, we're. Yeah, this is. Yeah, we're not. We're not talking about the Canucks here that if, much more. If you want, we could talk about the five-minute highlight clip I watched <laughs> Exactly, on exactly. Okay. Best breakfast sandwiches. We're recording Ooh. this in the morning, kind of in the morning. No, it's morning. It's morning still. Okay, so like, what's your definition of what? When does morning end? For me, it's eleven. All right, so we're doing this in the yeah, morning. It's yeah, morning. real talk. It, we're in the morning. Real talk. Hey, man, I tell the ladies, man, I like to get up early, so you know my things are a little different. My t- my time schedule is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so best breakfast sandwiches. Okay, we just had one each from McDonald's. I would, and we're talking about fast food. Okay, unless you know any hidden spots that you want to throw in and give them a little plug at the end, go ahead. I think it's McDonald's number one. I don't think there's any competition. Real talk. I think Tim Horns, their breakfast sandwiches, yeah, for some trash. reason, what happened? They're super they suck. dry. It feels weird. Like, is that an egg? I don't even know what the hell that is. No. It's pathetic. The only complaint I have about McDonald's breakfast sandwiches is they're too salty. Mm-hmm. You can definitely, definitely like, just dump the salt on there. Exactly. <laughs> just so, they're so in. salty, I thought they were made by Benning Bros. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. 
That's a good one. They are salty. They're sad, man. I, oh, man. Hey, if Benning Bros, if you want to feel a little bit better, McDonald's breakfast sandwich is two for five bucks right now. Tim Horns, their sandwiches suck. Burger King, I've, I haven't got Burger King in maybe over a decade. I don't remember why I got Burger There's King. There's not many Burger Kings in Burnaby in general. Like, we're, we're listening around here we're from our studio where we record. There's yeah. not really many Burger Kings. You know what's it kind of like? Where it's is like, a Burger King? I haven't seen it's like one. It's like Taco Bell. All the Taco Bells are in the Fraser Valley or something. There's not really <laughs> any around here, like Burnaby, Vancouver area. Hey, man. That's now, a- Taco Time, there's a couple. Really? Yeah. Isn't there still one at Brentwood Mall? Do they? Oh, there is. There is. Yeah, I've never been. Never been. Okay. Do they Taco sell Time's better. Taco Time's better in the States, though. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Those places. A lot of these fast food chains are better in the States. Look, we just named a couple of breakfast sandwich spots. That Those are the ones I know that, know that you can go through a drive-thru. What's your favorite breakfast spot in general? Like, n- mm. just n- not oh, just breakfast shit. sandwiches. There's like- a spot in Williams Lake that was so, so beautiful. So good. Okay, let's let's think. How about Bro, somewhere in the lower mainland for our listeners could get to easily? I know, man. What's that one spot? In is the lower mainland? It, is it called like Goldie's or Gold oh, Gold Gold Oban runs it? No. <laughs> no, man. It's a spot. Maybe, that, maybe that's his next job. Okay, is... Name name a couple. Name a couple. Because there's this one. There's a couple of locations. They're really known for their breakfast and lunch. Hey, I'll say this, okay? There's this one. Are you thinking Goldie's? Are you thinking about Ricky's? Not Ricky's. I'm not talking about Ricky's. Um, I'll try Googling it. But there okay. is this one. Uh, there's this one brunch. It's called the morning after brunch. It happens like every couple months at the Charles Bar. And they do, I know it's not breakfast, but they do a chicken and waffles that are Ooh. tremendous. Nice. My favorite Oh, breakfast. Cora's. Cora's. Where's that? Everywhere. It's I a chain. I've seen three. It's a chain. I've never heard of this. Oh, place. really? I think okay. there's like three or four. I think there's one on uh, around like the Nanaimo commercial area then there's definitely one in surrey as well so cora's good breakfast pretty cheap too which breakfast should be cheap i mean we're talking about fucking eggs so yeah okay my favorite breakfast spot easily fraser park restaurant known as fpr there you go look it's it's a bit off the but what are you getting what are you getting though oh man you can get this huge german breakfast it comes with like a bunch of like scrambled eggs kind of like cured meat some schnitzel Ooh, schnitzel what the fuck's a schnitzel yo it's like um, it's a, oh, it's like a German sausage. Okay, I think. Good, that's yeah. probably the best way to describe it. Oh, and yo, I dated a German girl. She's to- like Ukrainian and German. And Christmas, we got we had schnitzel. We had yeah sauerkraut. That's a I think that's a Ukrainian thing actually. But yeah, a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah. so that it comes too. So that it's run by a family that like I used to go to high school with. Oh, and, like, there you go, local yeah. plug. I love it, man. I yeah. love it. They're that- on uh, you gotta eat here Food Network. Oh, which wow. is like the uh, the, got Can- the, plug. the the Canadian uh, diners, drives, and dives. Diners, drive-ins, oh. and dives. Yeah, that's the uh, that's okay. like the. the uh, this is a good spot. Hey, see, this is why you listen to, to the program, right? Maybe maybe we didn't watch the game, and you're a Canuck fan, and you wanted some insight. But hey, I was told it's not bit, to watch the game. It's a bit hard game. to find. It's like in an industrial park, like oh, off of like. Oh, that's a smart place to put places yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. People get up early, work, have a good start yeah, to the it's day. It's kind of hidden off like uh, off Marine Drive, kind of like that complex there with uh, Cactus wow. Club, but it's really good. Wow! 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 There you go. I don't go often. Nearly enough. <laughs> I don't want nearly enough. I gotta go more. Hey, we need to get a fucking sponsorship from them, okay? Because you deserve that, man. You just throw them a great commercial here on Sipping on a 40. Once again, the Canucks lose 2-1 to the Flyers in what was a boring game and what was a game that I didn't watch and what was a game that I was told not to watch because it was that much of a disgrace to to the end goal of what of what this Vancouver Canucks season should, should pan out to be, okay? All right? Because the Canucks, the Canucks need to play either not perfect hockey, but they need to play really well and have good goaltending to have any chance of winning. I think Sats had it too. They can't 
They're not Lamar Jackson. They can't play casual and win games, and we've seen that. And they've been more casual as of late through the stretch, and they're not going to win games, okay? They're not. All right, after the break, we'll quickly talk about Babcock and Peters. I know it's a Canucks program, but damn, I think this has something to do with with hockey and hockey culture. And damn, it's just been a it's been an interesting year in the world of hockey. You're listening to Sippin' on a 40. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, all right, we're back here on Sippin' on a 40. My name's Kyle Bowen, Nick Bondi in the studio with me. Shout out to SB Nation, shout out to Nux Misconduct. Hey, shout out to Fan2 Abby. Guys doing a lot of work. We'll give him that plug here on Sippin' on a 40, your Canucks program. Your Canucks program that that right now has very little, little to talk about with the Canucks because we didn't watch the game. We really don't know much about this team over the last two days, but we do know a lot about the state of hockey culture, okay? So in the past month, Don Cherry, Don Cherry says something dumb, once again, gets canned. Boom, bam. That's change in the hockey world. Mike Babcock, he gets canned. Boom, bam. And now we're seeing everyone rat this dude out. Yeah, the Samira campaign is out in full force. Full force. Babcock. Where was this shit three or four years ago? How did this guy finesse his way to be the hottest free agent at the time? We're talking about, you know, him compared to the players. He was the biggest free agent. How did he do this with all these accolations mm-hmm. coming out now? Yeah, Why are know, people you know ratting him out now? You know what's interesting about this whole thing? I know me and my friends were talking about this. And look, who owns the Maple Leafs? Rogers and Bell. You know who also owns TNN Sportsnet? Rogers and Bell. You got to think, a guy like, like Jeff O'Neill's come out and talked about like all these stories about Babcock. Why isn't he reporting it before? I honestly think it's a lot of it's because, you know, Rogers and are like hey you can't say this like and that's the problem when you have you know a uh, ownership that also owns you know the main networks that cover them you're never going to get true like unbiased coverage because everything is coming out right away everyone's coming out right away and i'm sure like like jeff o'neill's like he's 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 a definitely like heard these stories from like players off the record right he's he's had he's had to oh have, yeah he has, like, i'm sure the he hockey has. community is a small world like whatever you see or whatever you hear that's only part of it. You don't think these guys are going out for drinks after and talking about real shit? Of course. You're right. Huh. You're right. And yeah, I guess. It's, I like, guess. Any, it's like any other job. You go out after work and you go vent about how shitty your boss is. Exactly. There you go. And now all these things are coming out. Everyone just wants to rat. Rat out Mike Babcock. You're hearing things from Jeff O'Neill saying that this guy's a hard worker, a good hockey coach, but horrible person. Bad person. Now, people bring up the whole Jason Spezza thing and how Spezza bought a whole bunch of tickets for his family and friends and was scratched and the whole Mike Padano thing and how he got to 1,499 games and not 1,500. Real talk, those those two instances, they never they never hit me as a, as a reasoning, as a reasoning to have Babcock seem like such a horrible person. I mean, we're talking about professional sports. If he doesn't want those guys playing, he doesn't want those guys playing. I don't really care. We're talking about Spezza at the time and 
and Mike Badano. They're washed up. I didn't really care. I, I get the whole being a nice person thing, but we're talking about the world of sport. This whole thing about Babcock you, what, you getting agree, players you, to rat. <laughs> you, you you agree with Mike like the Mike Badano situation? The thing is, okay. look, I don't I don't really care either. But you have to understand, like a bunch of players are probably like super choked about that dude. You got finished with fourteen ninety nine games. I know. <laughs> you can't I know, throw this guy a bone. Like fuck it. I know. It's just I didn't I didn't know what was going on with Detroit that year. I didn't follow them. It's it's a washed up player. <laughs> yeah. Again, I get there's yeah, a code. The grand I get there's an ethic. Things, it He's a really legend, Hall of Famer, best from Detroit as well, right? Yeah, man. It's a, a weird home. time, but yeah. I, again, it didn't hit me that hard. This whole thing with with him getting other players to rat out other players, apparently just rookies and trainers. That's that, that's, that's, that's some fucked up mind. That's games. fucked up. That's fucked up, dude. Why would he be doing that? Is that tells you right there that Babcock doesn't have a good relationship with the majority of the rooms that he's involved in. Hundred percent. Hmm. He has to get inside men, and that's. That's pathetic. That really is pathetic. And I think that is going to, you know, I, I use the word blacklist. Maybe for a year. Maybe for a year. You're saying no, though. You're saying no. That. Zero chat. There's too many, you know, good old boys in hockey management. But don't you think throughout. that's changing now? That's what I want to talk about. I feel like over the last month, things are kind of weird. It's changing, but it's not swung the other way completely to the point where no one wants to hire Mike Babcock because he's super toxic. Some old, some old school guy out there or some, you know, someone who knows Mike Babcock through someone or however these relationships work, it's probably like, hey, like he won a cup. He's won two Olympic gold medals. It's gotta be a good, he's got, <laughs> maybe we can handle the fucked up, maybe if we kind of like tell him to tone down the fucked up mind games, he can, he can work his magic on his team, whatever his magic is. No, that's real. That's real. And you brought up, you know, a guy like Travis Green getting fired and I said Babcock, you know, we we're just joking around, but you know, this organization did hire John Tortorella at a weird time in his career. Hey, I'm not saying it's going to happen. The Canucks are just just as confusing as other organizations, okay? Don't let Pedersen fool you. Don't let Hughes fool you. Canucks are still... <laughs> they're a weird organization. Once again, Mike Babcock. And you don't think Jim Benning's looking his lips at Mike Babcock <laughs> right now? I, I don't Jim know. Jim Benning's the ultimate old school guy, man. Exactly, exactly. Hockey culture is changing. And now we see this thing with Bill Peters. This happened around, what, like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock last night. Former NHL player Akeem Alou. I believe I'm saying that right, only because I remember the dude. I remember when he got drafted. I remember I remember playing playing with Akeem in the video games. He comes out saying that Bill Peters said, yeah, said a horrible, horrible thing regarding the music that he was playing, rap music. Yeah, just if this if this was said it's being investigated right now in fact right when i turned on my computer i got a notification that he got fired bondy said it was a hoax it was a lie fake news, fake news. it was fake news but hey sportsnet sent me the fucking uh notification i think i think if i'm the betting man he gets fired oh i think i think because there's other players who come out and said yeah yeah Peter now said there's it. other players that come out yeah, and so said, it's not that just he said a, it he said she said type thing oh yeah this is I bad think, and look hey if, if you're a brad tree living not to make light of the situation but Look, the, this is uh, oh yeah, you know, the, the flames are going a bit of a slide. This is an opportunity, and obviously that shouldn't be the number one reason why it's going to happen. But, but man, you talk about a weird organization, the Flames. They, they've quit on a lot of coaches recently. Yeah, exactly. Bob Hartley, then Glenn Gulletson. This team finished first, first last year in the West during the regular season, and now they're struggling. And now they got a coach who used really, really inappropriate language to a person of color regarding the music that he was playing and 
I'll say this about this, okay? So other players have come out and confirmed what Akeem is saying. Why did it take this long? You know what I'm saying? Well, why? Yeah, it's being fixed right now, but that shit should have been dealt with at the time. If those players are confirming what was being said, you know, you would think that they would stand up at the time. Now, again, this whole month, I feel like there is a shift in hockey culture. Shit just fucking changing. These things happen in history. But damn, at the time, I wish those players just stood up and said something. Because that's, that's fucking pathetic, man. That's fucking pathetic. All right? Don't be saying that shit. Bill Peters, you're a sack of shit. If that's what you said, man, you're a sack of shit, man. Maybe you've changed over the time. That was a long time ago. But that's not what this game needs. It's like, come on. Grow the damn sport and absolutely, absolutely fucking pathetic. But you know what? Let's let's end the show on some positivity. Once again, we got a white guy in the studio, Nick Bondi, a white guy who loves Hindus, right? You love Hindus. Yeah, yeah I, Hindus I love everyone. everyone. Yeah, he loves everyone, okay? And he loves rap music as well. Well, he loves music in general. If you're going to spend money on a rap book, now I know you fuck with the author a lot, but if you're going to spend your hard-earned hard money on a rap book, I'm assuming that you have a lot of respect for the genre. So let's talk about... Yeah, let's just put ourselves on record, okay? Three of your favorite hip-hop songs. I'm going to think right now. Oh, man. I know, this is hard. I can't yeah. believe I'm doing this to myself Narrow right it now. down. Narrow it down. Three, what? What do you mean narrow it down? Well, I have like oh. a whole bunch. Oh. I'm going through my Spotify right now. I'm oh, shit, okay. So like... I'll just go. I'll go off the top. Okay, three. I'm, I'm going to talk about the three most impactful hip-hop songs in my, in my life. Now, hip-hop really affected me over, what, the last four or five years, so... My connection with it is not as deeply rooted as others, but I feel like it has impacted me to make, you know, make changes in my life. It's a powerful genre. <sighs> Number three, I'll put a J. Cole song in there. Sure. Let's go with, uh, you know what? No Role Models or, or Get Off My Dick. <laughs> That's what the song was actually called. That whole album, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, we'll put that into number three. Number two, mm, you know what? I'm going to go with, man, what, what's, fuck, man. This is hard, yo. This is extremely hard. You know what? I'll go with Money Trees. Kendrick Lamar, number one. I'll go with Pick Up the Phone with Travis Scott, Quavo, and Young Thug. Oh, okay. Pick Up the Phone, really? An incredible you song. Yeah, one of my, that's my favorite really? song of all time. You know you know, you just ripped off Hotline I, Bling. I, I don't... No, well, come on, man. You say that, I don't hear it. Dude, literally, it sounds exactly the same. The hook's about a phone. Pick up the phone, baby. I know you're home, baby. And then compare that hook I'm with in the Hotline zone, Bling. baby. I know when the hotline bling. Literally, the same hug. I, I see your smile. <laughs> you realize I that right now. You. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, man, but that, that is my favorite hip-hop song of all time. Pick up the phone, Travis Scott, Quavo, and Young Thug. It is a good song, but let's call it what it is. Hey, man. Oh, man. I'm trying. Okay, so I'm going to go number three. I'm going to go uh, In the Club 50 Cent solely because the first rap, rap artist, first rap album I really got into was 50 cent i was about like nine or ten when he when he first when that song came out and i remember like i was nine and my and my friend's older brother was 12 which is kind of like weird when you think back about it like i'm taking like cues from like a 12 year old well what's cool and shit but hey, that's, like, that's cool when you're nine ten yeah, like 12 year old looks like a fucking yeah, adult exactly a superhero 100 right and like people forget how big 50 cent was from like i'd say that the time that song came out for another two years he was like the fucking man Oh, bro, king was, of rap. Yeah, he was like, he was like, he was the big, he was the it's shit. It's ridiculous to think. Like, and then guys, Kanye West oh, kind of took over, and then that was it. Yeah, yeah. Because 50 Cent was just doing other things, you know? <laughs> 50 Cent, just a wild guy. He was at the top of rap, man. 
Very impressive, man. Shot nine times. Doing his thing. Making movies. Vitamin water. And hits. Hits. I mean, we don't have time to talk about like 10 or 12 50 cent hits because we're trying to get the fuck out of here. But the dude did have hits. Okay, number two. Number two, it's got to be like a Drake song from like back cool. when I was really Respect, into respect, him. respect. I'm trying to think. What, like I, Take Care Days or? Yeah, like all the, oh, the moody sh- shit. The moody oh, shit. Oh, shit. That, that, that's the best Drake in my opinion is like his Ooh, old school moody shit. You learn a little bit about Bondi. You know, Bondi's a, a pretty edgy dude and I'm surprised. Damn. Take Care of Drake being uh, being some of uh, your favorite music. I like that, man. I like authenticity. I like honesty, man. Go to number one. It's all good. I I, I put a whole I know, album. No, what's, a, what's a song with that album with Lil Wayne on it? Oh, um, that's hell yeah. Yeah, hell that, yeah. That's a good song. Hi, I love Hypher. Hypher, right? Hell yeah, fucking right. Yeah. 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 And number one, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going with Kendrick Lamar, B-Word. We respect women on this podcast. Oh, we do? Okay. I, Don't yeah, kill do. my vibe. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great song. You know, you're saying that you should respect women by not saying the B-Word. Say what you want. Okay, cool. I respect your, your stance on that. I remember when that song came out, I'd be at clubs like Venue and Caprice on Granville. I guess I was that type of dude. Probably rocking like a V-neck or something, you know? Gel Gr- back hair, wearing like a chain. Girls were wearing shirts that legit said that word. Kill my vibe. Or even hats. That's how big the song was. So Kendrick Lamar on that both whole album, honestly, is just amazing. Oh, yeah, still. man. Which, is, that his, is that his best album? Or is it... That is the album where it was a, like... That was his bridge. I still between- say that's his best album underground and commercial and it was so good it was so good that it was the best underground it was the best like underground type of sound but it was also the best commercial type of sound and it put kendrick on a a completely other level it's one of those albums where everything that kendrick puts out after whether it be to pimp a butterfly damn the untitled series people can't give this guy enough credit because it'll never sound the same mm-hmm as that so well said there it is man sipping on a 40 very little canuck talk because these two idiots didn't watch the canuck game but but we do care about hockey we know the state of hockey is changing we're curious to see how it goes let us let us know what you think of this episode and if you don't like the excessive bullshit talk then we will bullshit our way through a game we probably won't watch next time yeah 100 we're not watching it's going to be hard to watch games this week but if the game is good i will go through my pvr hey time is valuable i understand that you're valuable too my listeners are valuable but damn time is more valuable if the game's not worth watching especially like one that was played yesterday i'm not doing it i'm not doing it I'm, I, i'd much rather do some reading or something okay all right okay that was sipping on a 40 Kyle bound nick bondy once again, SB Nation, Nux Misconduct, you get a shout out. Get the get the damn network, okay? Wherever you listen to podcasts, Nux Misconduct Network, three shows, one swipe. One swipe what? One swipe, one tap. There you go. You make your hockey life a little bit better. Hey, another shout out to fan to Abby. I hope you have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but I'm serious when I say this. We, yes, we fucking appreciate it. Peace.